live and making face masks out of Las Vegas light scarves. Ooh. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. And the reflective. Have you seen how bright those colors are? That's important in this day and age. Yeah, I want people to see I know I'm coming down the street. Yes. Get the hell out of my way. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast that says TFC has how many anthems? On this week's show, we talk a little MLS, get into this week's wins and losses. Oh yes, it's back. Go back to the good, bad, weird times for TFC. And then finally ask, what soccer hill will you die on? Now to this week's panel. Deep in the heart of Little Malta, welcome to Duncan Fletcher. Hello. Out in Burlingtonia, it's Mark Hinckley. Is anybody else, like any other podcast, doing wins and losses? I, I like because I know we're sad, broken human beings trying to sum up the best football on the planet. But I mean, oh uh, yeah. I mean, if there's a reason to tune in, there it this is. is it. Yeah. From downtown, say hello to Tony Walsh. Is Burlingtonia like Stankonia? Oh yeah, yeah. There's bombs over Brantford. It's great. Wow. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for the update, Mark 3000. Ah, you're, you're welcome, Big Tone. Just say no, just call me Big Boy. Say it, say it, <laughs> say it. Quick, quick, do your part. Do your part, Chris, uh, this week. Get as, out for, of this. As, as for me, I'm way out in the West End. I am your host, Kristen Knowles, and now to this week's show. Say it. Big Boy. All the ladies in the house, in the house, in the house. <laughs> <laughs> bit here for CanCon and said nothing to see here unless you were watching the uh, the, re- the streaming of the replay of the Canada-US match from October, um, which I watched just because it was delightful. And Duncan, I believe you were watching. I did watch, yes. I, I saw you and Mark warmly hugging at the end of the game. It uh, brought a tear to the eye. Aww. We actually, you know what, we were... I was legitimately, I legitimately cried at the end of that match. I was so happy. I am such a nerd. I, <laughs> I screamed a lot. You did? At the it's end, true. at the end, I was in particular shock. Oh yeah, no, I was just like, yeah, that was, uh, that was a great, that was a great night. But uh, it's fun to watch back and just see how good they were in that match. And uh, to see Liam Frazier come in and do so well and, uh, get to see Alfonso Davies destroy people on the wings, which is super fun. And uh, but as something Duncan put out on Twitter, which is true, is, is listening to Terry Dunfield <laughs> just like <laughs> aban- abandon all impartiality. Oh yeah, <laughs> wasn't even trying. No, no. <laughs> you think but... that's tough? Try being next to excited Terry Dunfield in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> There's no room at all. It's a real uncomfortable day. Um, just constantly to just poke in the microphones and it's like, <laughs> oh, wow. 
Um, that ain't no mic stand. <laughs> uh, so I hope that you know the that we continue. He's TFC's more. greatest cult hero, don't you know? <laughs> yes. Uh, so I've heard. I never said greatest. I saw. I saw that on the internet. It must be mm. true. Must yes. Be true. That's true. If you read it on the internet, there you go. That's fair. Um, but it was. It's fun. You know. I like that they are putting stuff like that um, up for people to watch again. I think it's, you know, it, give, it, it literally, it gives us something to, to focus on, to, you know, sort of bandage over the loss of actual soccer uh, in our area. Although, not sort of related, but not really, I'm very much regretting the fact that I had forgotten to remove a bunch of stuff off of my calendar on my phone. So I keep getting these notifications for matches that I'm not actually going to and or watching. And uh, it was, it's been a little depressing. You get used to it. It's true. No, no. So I've heard. Yeah. It's kind of um, a nice reminder. It's like, oh, yeah, this is something I paid money for. Yeah, mm. yeah, because I don't need that money. Though, no. mm. um, anyway. I, I knew what was going to happen. I knew. I was paying attention to the re medical reports coming out of you know the the world. Really, I knew that the season was going to happen. I'm not going to pay for it. That's that's you. You know, Duncan. You could have told the rest of us. Uh, uh, he would have caused a panic. Exactly. He's we're a hero. Supposed, we're supposed to be Quite. like a podcast. You're supposed to like tell us these things. Mm, people don't come here for information, Krista. That I didn't mean tell true. the listeners. I plus meant tell a, us. Plus, he's a journalist. He has to protect his sources, even if they're himself. Yes. <laughs> mm. I'll never tell. Nope. All right. So, yeah, nothing really much in the world of CanCon. Um, you know, the CanPL, they keep signing players, so good for them. And uh, I know that Canada Soccer has put together some sort of football inside Canada inside program that is you know for coaches and players and stuff so it's good everyone's still trying to stay connected and stuff but is that to keep them inside yes nothing too earth shattering Mm. just you stay inside Stephen Hart but I wanted soup it is it is better outside the soup I'm not saying health do you like outdoor soup can can you not even go out for a donair I mm. Are the donairs open? Are they essential donairs? I, I uh, you think so. Are always essential. Mm-hmm. Oh, Uber donairs. I want to get back to Mark enjoying eating soup outdoors. I don't oh, think I've ever eaten soup outdoors. No, I mean like you go for pho. For you, pho. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, you know, you pho. It's when I mean, it's nice to eat it outside though, because you know when when the wind blows the soup off your your spoon and it scalds you. I, oh, mm. magical. Yeah. Mm. Who the fuck goes out in a typhoon to have soup? Are you insane? <laughs> what? That's perfect soup weather, typhoon though. Typhoon soup is the worst soup. Just really isn't yes. like. And then the heat? wrestler typhoon what heat, soup. What about heatwave soup? Okay, that's just a personal preference, and people are weird. That's I got nothing for that. Blown holes in your theory. I'm. The, 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 I don't see how there's a hole at all. Fine, color than eye. Dear Lord. Okay, let's 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 move on from your COVID sixteen's acting up, Tony. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it, but I took the tussin. <laughs> Back to you, Kristen. Thanks so much. I appreciate that. Free, 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 
Okay, it's time for a little MLS. Uh, a little hey. MLS chat. Not a ton of uh, stuff from MLS that we, you know, there's really is to talk about. Like, there's lots of stuff they're posting on the website, so good for them. Although, a recent article about the 25 best names, not players, names in MLS is so bad. It's, they've, they've left out. Anyway. As we've talked, as we've talked about on this show before, top 25 lists of MLS are never good. That's true, because we're going to talk about another one. Um, but Frederick Vagdislavlevich in there? Well, he is, of course. Of course he's in there. Excellent. Then it's valid. Then it's valid. But they spelled it perky. Oh. That's even better, I think, actually. This is porn name. Anyway. Let's move on from this bit of frustrated unhappiness to the 25 best MLS club anthems of all time. Oh, sure. Um, this is, again, uh, the MLSsoccer.com is, I, I, you know, in, in a lot of ways they're doing what we're doing. We're, you know, we're looking for things to talk about. So we're going to talk about the ridiculous things that they put on their website every now and again. Um, so they have this list, but the reason... The reason I brought this to uh, your guys' attention was the the fact that, yeah, there are some songs on here I was like, I'm sorry, who did what now? For who? For where? But TFC have two songs on this list, um, neither of which were the songs I think that, well, some of us were thinking of. So the first one that comes up at, at number 16 is Legend TFC, which, you know, we've listened to at the end of matches in the last couple of years. But one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this one is because it says recorded this 2015 anthem. I'm sorry. The Red City Ramblers did not record this in 2015. This song has been around in TFC land since almost the very beginning. I, I think, yeah, Duncan, I think you were right when we were talking earlier, like 2008, 2009, something like that. And yeah, it was, it's been early. It was very early, much before 2015. Oh, well before 2015. So. Was this the remix, though, they're talking about? Maybe there is some kind of like new version. That, uh, <laughs> no featuring Drake, version. featuring Cardinal Fisher. <laughs> yes. Bill Manning came along and said, you know, yeah, we, we need something better. And I, who knows? That's anything is possible, right? Um, and then the other one that's on here... And this is this is, is the bare naked ladies one. And yes, oh, I, I, I can't go to a match without hearing that. Did a song. I've never been to a match hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it, it is it is a random random song. It's not very good, but and I love bare naked ladies, but it was uh it's very like uplifting and and poppy and family friendly i guess i don't know it's just anyways yeah it's um, been oh <laughs> and more than one week um but uh the questions we sort of had were where's the cardinal official song that he originally yeah. did but that wasn't um, for that wasn't for TFC, was it? No, it was not entirely. No, but they were. No. I think it was did. featuring TFC. Yeah, mm. featuring Chuck Lair. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> but also the uh, 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 Alan Frew, 
from Glass Tiger way back in the day. Um, did he did a he did a version of Bring Me Home? I think that was for Toronto FC. He he, he remade his own song, My Town. Sorry, Bring Me Home is part of the chorus. Uh, he did a TFC version of a of a Glass Tiger hit, and that seemed more appropriate. Like it never stuck, which was too bad. He actually sung it. Did he sing it more than one game? I just like imagining that. I do not really remember this at all. The, the basic concept of it existing. So, oh, okay, but I don't remember it being sung anywhere that yes. I... Uh, oh, no, I'm... no, no. It was. It was. It might have just oh, been the first okay. year. But... Cool. I do... Uh, I do remember that. Um, and, you know, it's... It's, it's, a, it's a, again, it's, it's just one of those things that this is very specifically for, uh, for TFC. Um, but I just think it's funny that sort of the early ones aren't on here, except for they are. I don't know. It's such this a is, random list. This is like the third list in a row where I've had some serious questions about Who's researching what I them? seem to know about MLS and what I, apparently everybody else knows about MLS. <laughs> and I don't think I don't know shit. I mean, I don't, I'm not super league versed, but like, I, like, I, I understand some stuff. I remember some stuff. So like the only other song that I know of outside of Toronto FC, Big D and the Kids Table, a ska band from the Boston area has done not one, but two songs to my knowledge for the revs and neither of those songs are on this list which has me wondering is there really that many fucking artists doing songs for mls teams they did two for god's sakes they might be the only one who has done two do the red city ramblers have a second song i don't know oh i don't think so. but like holy crap like also seeing bad rains do dc united i'm i'm here for it haven't listened to it yet but i'm here for it uh, but like this, this list is just littered with who? Yeah, and I I feel like yeah, a lot of inaccuracies or really this is their this is the anth okay sure if you say so so um, yeah if you want to chuckle your way or be incredulous hmm. through a list of alleged club anthems. Um, yeah, apparently the guy who did the one for LA Galaxy is uh, he's a Chivas fan. Okay, sorry. I, I stand corrected. Uh, number 14 on the list is one of the Big D songs, but they don't list the band. They list the lead singer and Revolution supporters. Oh. So uh, that's odd because there's an article on MLS.com saying Boston's Scott Lifer's Big D in the Kids Table, full name of the band, doing a song. So um, they can't even research their own fucking website properly. That's my point. Very disappointed. Right, I, I like I liked Love and Rockets Ball of the Fusion. <laughs> uh, that's all the world is today. Go away. Hey, hey. Miami Go Fusion. Away. <laughs> Contracted two years later. Hey hey. That's my favorite.
All right. Well, now we've moved on from MLS, and it's time for World Soccer. And when we talk about World Soccer, we've got some wins and losses. From where? Oh, from the Belarusian League. Of course. And here to tell us all about the week that was in our new favorite league is Mark Hingley. Mark Hingley, take it away. Thank you, Kristen. You're welcome. I can, I can totally see your Minsk. <laughs> Dirty. Week three of the Belarusian Vishesha League, the greatest football league on the planet, gives us another full eight matches and a brand new league slogan. Smaktas es Anilia e España Vetruse. Suck it, England and Spain, you cowards. Oh, well, that's point. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's, 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 I mean, it looks good on a shirt. The market research yes. alone would have been worth it. Just that on the inside of the collar. I, mm. Yeah. <laughs> so on your jack tag. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, please. Anyway, first up uh, on Friday, we have a Battle of the Pointless as Belshina. The Collapsed Lungs. Oh. Uh, welcome visitors, Gorodea. The Goat Thieves. <laughs> Bastards. Uh, not a lot happened in this match up until the 66th minute when uh, Lazar Zaysic slotted a low-bouncing shot through traffic into the far corner from about 25 yards out. Belshina nearly redeemed themselves in, as a 91st-minute cross from Kushaninsky found Glebko at the edge of the six. Full volley, beats the keeper, not the far post. Ah, uh, Glebko. Yeah. He's, he's the Belarusian Chad Barrett. Oh, my mm. God. Like, you love him. It looks so good, but... Uh, Although I, I like do like when he does score, he, he uses an actual rifle at the corner flag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what keeps the flag up. So you just have to, you know, take it yes. out and charge it <laughs> load it. Uh, these are the first points of the season for the visitors. So they, not only are the goat thieves, but they're the point thieves. After the match, here's what Belshina gaffer Edward Gra- Gradobev had to say about his side's performance. Our team has brought great shame to the renowned name Belshina. Our performance can be likened to the rubbish that is picked up every third Wednesday in my neighborhood in the world-famous city of Belshina. We are simply rubbish. Not even the type of rubbish that one puts into an old plastic shopping bag. We are the kind of rubbish found beside a public rubbish bin in one of Belshina's two famous parks. If you watched us play, you would say, there is the rubbish, but not important rubbish. We are the banana peel, the last remnant of a cigarette, the condom that broke, the single leg of oxen, a second baby daughter, when soap does that thing that looks like a tiny surfboard with a single hair left on it. Free speech. Nothing someone from the great city of Belshina would ever need. Rubbish. Poetic. Wow. I, wow. The picture picture. Really, he really I, is not impressed. Yeah, that's something. Yes, and there's a certain brutalism to it, but at the same time, it, it's kind of beautiful. Paints a picture. Yep. Yes, yeah, which yeah. is, is Belshina yeah. in a nutshell. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. it is world famous. It, yes, both parks. Oh. Uh, next up, uh, uh, the the other game on Friday. Duncan, did you watch the match? I did. You did. You must no. be. Th- oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, then you missed out on a treat because your boy Dom Dinga, yay, played a full ninety in a two nil nice. victory 
for Dinamo Minsk. The existential crisis, boys. God bless them. Damn. Down there, visitors, Torpedo Bellas. The Black and Blues. Mm. Klimovich slotted an unlikely ball through four black shirts and a defender to go one up in the 21st minute. Brusic got on the end of a, shall we say, uncomprehensive clearance as Vladimir Bushley Bushma gets his fingertips to. Oh my god, it's brutal. Gets his fingertips to across, only to end up at the Croatian's feet, and one touches it in at a very sharp angle to put the home side up. Second half, the home side poured on. Bushma started to make amends for his absolute mess, regular mess. Uh, made some key stops to prevent it from getting out of hand. Minsk gets he's, a- he's, he's the Bono of MLS. It's true. Yeah, he's making some good stops, but I, oh. Ugh, yeah, no. Every now and then, I, uh, Can be cringy. Can be yeah, cringy. yeah. Uh, Dino and Minsk uh, get their first points on the season. Torpedo drop their first points. Mm. Next up on Saturday, three games on the sked. Uh, not much happened in the first match on Saturday, with the exception of a 94th three-minute kick. From about 25 yards out, that Sachivko dipped over the traffic, beat the keeper, but kept out by the post. Sealing oh. the, yeah, that was the only thing of note. Sealing the scoreless draw between Shakhtar. The tram drivers. And Nemen Grodno. The malignant tumors. Oh. <laughs> oh. Why, would you, why would you name a tomb after that? Mm-hmm. I, they have a history. It's in, their, it's in the city history. It's in the, I believe it's... In the coat of arms, it's it means something. It, it I don't think it means to it means something us. different to translate. Yeah, maybe yeah, it means, it means something. something more to them than it does to us. Because mm. what, what do we know? Dualism. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next off, Giants Bate. Lennon's tomatoes are at home to Rookbreast. The Robins. Ah. <laughs> it's still, it's, Our favorite team. It really, it really is. It really is. Uh, they're the TFC of the Vishishe uh, League. Aww. Uh, in the seventh minute, Stanislav Dungeon Dragon gets his header in on a corner to slide over the traffic and appears to be kept out, but the review shows that it crossed the line after a bit of a calamity between keeper Nachev and defender Osuchu Kuo. So the ref gave it 1-0 to Bate. 31st minute corner from Bate, cleared by the keeper. Ball takes two bounces. Blasterim Kopitovic into the back of the net. Fly goes up, offside. It was beautiful. Aww. It was such a beautiful goal in a league full of not beautiful goals. Ah, oh, tragic. 85th minute, Anton Mamai Soroka gets a glancing header off of a cross, beats the keeper, but not the post. This post is everywhere. <sighs> Man of the match. Rook's, Rook's only chance came in the 71st minutes at Petrenko in front of the keeper, takes it on his left, puts it on his right, beats the keeper, but... Not the post. post. God damn. Fun fact. Seriously. In the Vishishaya Fantasy League, it's the only fantasy league on the planet where you can choose the uprights as your keeper, and this week you would be awash in points. Which we would be. That's what I did. Well, I I didn't, because I never thought they can hit a crossbar. So, Duncan... I expect you to be gloating all week long. It's a really oh, it. good value for money. The dark horse pick is you know, just go with the posts. Every week, you know, somebody's going to hit one. True, but I mean, just like four in a row. And we haven't. We're not even halfway through the the, the rundown here. I, I was at a I was at a Belarusian pub watching this, and mm-hmm. people were going nuts. That's I'm no glad, doubt. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, where else are you going to see such yeah. quality action? Where, where is Little Belarus in Toronto, Tony? Um, it's, uh, it's just south of uh, Upper Armenia. Ooh. It's just, I, I just got a, a PJ McGoat fuckeries. It's good. Is this, is this like in, in, in Scarborough somewhere? I, no, 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 no. It's, it's uh, below the railway tracks. Oh, though, right. Okay, no, it's yeah, actually okay. below railway tracks. Oh, like oh. subterranean. Yeah. That's why I can never find it. Everyone sits five bar stools apart. Oh God, no! They they, they practice social uh, whatever the what would be cleansing. The Not, <laughs> only on Fridays. Come social on, social congregating. Social congregating, yeah. Uh, social closeness. They they are, they, are, they believe they believe in more people per square inch. It's a fabulous bar. The the the. Oh, I I hope you enjoyed it. The president yeah. of Belarus says that. Uh, you know, nothing like working on working with the tractors, having a shot of vodka. Like that will that will take care of this virus. And his league's yeah. running. Mm. How do you how can you say he's wrong? Oh, yeah. you guys should you guys should come next week and watch the games. It's good. They've got it. They've got the TV, and um, <laughs> they've got the game. Uh, they've got a game of centipede. <gasps> is is the TV human centipede? Human centipede. It's, like, it's no human human centipede. Is the TV in color? Uh, I, I I think like two thirds of the match. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Game ends one nil for the home side. Body's first points. Um, the season taking them off the foot of the table. Uh, here's Icelandic legend Willem Thor Willemsen on his thoughts on the game's victory. This was a tremendous victory. Like my uncle Thor, the Icelandic god of thunder and smoked fish would say, keep going, no Stalin. Hilarious. Hilarious. Did, did he mean, like, delaying? Or? Yes, he meant delaying. S-T-A-L-L-I-N-G. It's just his Icelandic accent. Uh, Clever, either way. Uh, last game on Saturday uh, was uh, Dinamo Brest. The fabulous Baker boys. Welcome, Slavia. The cough drops. And in the first half, nothing happened. Second half, we saw three goals scored by the visitors. 68th minute, penalty converted. 78th minute, rebound off the post, found caught Liarov unmarked to bang home a rebound, and then Slavia rounded out the scoring with a cute redirected shot that beat the keeper, resulting in an own goal. It ended oh. 2-1 for Slavia. It was calamitous, but it was a beautiful own goal. Like, I mean, it was exquisite. One of those glorious ones. Oh, man. You, you... Daniil Henry-esque is what you're saying? Or... Oh, he even he took notes. You know he wow. took notes. It was good. It was real, real good. Sunday, top of the table clash starts... With energetic BGU. The Polio Kings. <laughs> <laughs> Taking on visitors Vanilla Minsk. Your wife's ex-boyfriends. Wow. <laughs> wow. 21st minute. Nasco smacks one in from the top of the box through traffic to put the home side up by one. 28th minute. Minsk, Minsk attacking. Cross in from the corner finds wide open Vasiliev. At the far post, boat Oleg's giant cinder block skull puts it way over the bar. Use your feet, son. God damn it. 82nd minute, Mint's keeper Leonov comes up big after getting low on a shot just a few yards out to deflect the ball over the bar. 
but it wasn't enough. 92nd minute. Yakshabov, God, it's always a hard name to say. Yakshabov streaks down the right side, slides it in past Leonov to make it 2-0, and that's the final score. Here's Barry, here's manager Boris Gibb after the victory. We have got nine points, yeah. One three out of three. Nine points, yeah. We're top of the league. Dynamo and Vanilla Minsk and Iceluck. They're all such shit teams. Bestimi Minsk, PGU, yeah. That goal puts Yak Shabov. Shit talking. Oh, well, that's. Seriously. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, what was I going to add to that? That is just. Yeah. That's spectacular. Uh, that goal puts Yak Shabov alone and in front of the Golden Boot race with his third of the season. Next up, Smolovici STI. The Turtleneck Gang. Takes on Viptesk. The Touchers. Wow. That's a half and half scarf. That's. Yeah, wow. 25th minute has Klopotsky slice a lovely free kick over the wall and into the near post to give the visitors the lead. And that's about it as the visitors walk away with the three points, 1-0 victory. Good news, Duncan. Go on. Julio Cesar, not that yes. one, got yeah. another appearance coming on in the 57th minute. Yeah. That, that, that is the Belarusian Julio Cesar. He's, he has to get a Brazilian call-up at this rate, only because nobody else is playing. Yeah. So, oh, exactly. You keep it up. Uh, last up, we have a barn burner as Islok. The Peeping Tomsk. Host Slotsk. The Rovers. The hmm. visitors strike first Dope. with a nice cross that finds the head of Konada to tuck it inside the far post. Second half, home side roars back as the secret world of Alex Macus back to brace inside of 15 minutes of the restart. <laughs> I was so proud of that nickname. Some of these are real hard to come up with, and that one I was like, oh, that just sits right there. Alexander Makas, the secret world of. Uh, Semenov ties it for the visitors in the 63rd minute. 75th minute sees Buryev hauled down to the box, Riff points to the spot, and Abdul Ghaffar converts to give Slutsk a 3-2 victory and hands Islak their first loss of the season. So, once all the dust Suck is settled... Suck I, I know. I know. No, who likes Seriously. them? Who likes them? They're annoying. Glamour worst club. Team, worst team in Minsk. New new money Fuckers. new money clubs are the worst, aren't they? Plastic. They really are. Uh, once all the dust is settled, smoke's cleared. Energetic BGU sits at the top of the table with a full nine points, leaving Belshina at the bottom with naught. Let the Osio de la Piramo e Peri so na retem tidne. Nazadasvas, Kristen. They're not going to have me at the at the embassy anytime soon. Oh, thank you, Duncan. You're Are you a Russian nesting doll? Because I want to get in you five times. Duncan. Ouch. Russian Duncan. I say. Yes. <laughs> Let me spell it out. They call me D-U-D-E, T-H-A, T-H-A, S-S, E-X, W-I, T-H-P-I-G-S-F-O-R-M-O-N-E-Y-B-U-T-O-N-L-Y-A-S-A-S-I-D-E-T-H-I-N-G-R-I-G-H-T-N-O-W, comma, I apostrophe. 
apostrophe M J U S T S H O R T O N C A S H A N D H A V E I R O N S I N T H E F I R E B U T I N T H I S E C O N O M Y I T apostrophe double L H A V E T O D O M Y N A M E I S Lenny. All right, now it's time for a little TFC talk. And, you know, there's nothing, again, there's nothing current happening unless you want to talk about the various players working out and things. And that, no. Oh, God, really no. Down. No, so retro footy is basically all we have. Um, and while, yes, the, the team did replay the, the 2017 match against uh, the Tire Fire first goal and all that, we're not going to talk about 2017 season. Nope. Uh we're going to talk about a very strange time in TFC land, which is that 2012 worst team in the world to the 2013. 2013 was such an odd year for, for TFC. So we've got 2012, um, you know, they're 521 and 8, 36 goals for, 62 goals against. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. I know when I looked at it, when I looked it up again, I was like, "Am I reading? Did I? Am I looking at the wrong column? What is happening here?" No, six yeah, goals against. So so bad. Um, uh, to 2013, where they improved, uh, uh, although they weren't last in even not even in their conference. Uh, six seventeen eleven, thirty goals for, but only forty seven goals against. Look at that improvement. Yeah, um, defenders. They they had some, or they used them. I don't I don't know. Stephen Caldwell was uh, was that's, was the difference there. Yeah, as I've heard. Yeah, I mean um, the first few games of the season before he came along, it was just as shit as twenty twelve. He made things a bit better. Jeremy Hall. Oof, Ooh. Oof, 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 oof. All the halls. Is yeah. it Freddie Hall? Yeah, he was the goalie. Yep. He was the goalie. He was the oh yeah. yeah. 2012, I think that was, wasn't it? Where in the Caribbean was he so. from? Bermuda? Something like that? Yeah. Sounds right. Yeah, it wasn't him and him and Lamb, right? Yeah, I think they were both not. from how many, Bermuda. How many Bermudas does a club need at any given time? Three, clearly. Depends if you're Flanagan's onions. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's he's uh he's Bermudan. Yeah. Frederick Michael George Hall, in fact. Oh. George Michael Hall, amazing. Exactly, I know. <laughs> if only he had some oats. If only in him. we knew. If only we knew at the time. Um, most recently played for Flanagan's Onions. Uh, Limerick. Mm. Wow, <laughs> that's what I would have picked. Yes. <laughs> well then, as in uh, the Irish team. As in, there yes. once was a man named Freddie. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, a couple of years back. He His did. goalkeeping was never steady. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> it's the other two. They have the last two lines. We've done. We've done our work. Yes, I am exactly. not, I'm not partic- No, no, I'm not participating in this. Anyway, mm-hmm. so you had uh, you had such a you know like you had the terrible, terrible team in 2012, and and the way 2012 ended as well with with fan protests and um, that was fun. Know, that was fun. It was it was Ooh. so angry and dark and angsty. But what I appreciated, not the team, but uh, you had to appreciate sort of the 
the commitment from the fan base to be like, fuck you. Fuck you, you horrible, horrible owners and people running this club. We we hate you sort of thing. And we're not afraid to show it. And I, I, you know, you know me, I love a, I love oh, a good but, protest. Oh, but Tom Anselmi's such a good guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The best. He's genuinely trying. Is he? Mm. Our patience. Um, no. But uh, it was, it was such an odd year. And you have like such a bizarre team as well with, you know, we're watching Torsten Frings play. And we have one of the like so we have one of the best midfielders. But then we have all these spare parts around him for most of the season. Some who got hurt, you know, like Danny Cooverman's, you know, he was wonderful when he was healthy and we were really lucky. He um, had a really good stretch there for a did. little bit. And then Unfortunately he uh, didn't like to re- have really good stretches. Hey. Uh, and, no victim blaming. Um but this is also the <laughs> he stretched his stomach. <laughs> hey! Oh, no. Oh, uh, but you know, like this. So this this was a period in which you know, like Richard Eckersley was a fan favorite because oh. <laughs> the vegan grocer, the vegan yes. grocer, yes, one in the same. You know, because he was he was enthusiastic. Um, you know, Bit Bex of a calamity, like that's not Bex and everything, but uh, yeah, I feel like he was definitely like 2011 cult hero, and then 2012 as it kind of went it's, on. It's just uh, yeah, because he was on because yeah. lo- he was on loan first, and then when they signed him to the big money, it was like oh yeah, y- was, you cost he, a lot. <laughs> uh-huh. He played 20. He played 42 games in 2012. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. They, 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 did, played, the, they didn't have other options. Sweet. Yeah, that's also true. He didn't, yeah, he didn't leave until, uh... He was asked. <laughs> <laughs> um, sir. Sir. Well, he sir. Was, yeah, did he, uh, did he play at all in 2013? He did. Really? Huh. Yeah. yeah. He played half the season. Yeah. Did he? Then they sent yeah. him to bur- burn down in Harrison, New Jersey, right? I believe so. Huh. Uh, no, he, uh, and he only played in, uh, at uh, New York the following season. Oh. Yeah. I don't remember uh, what happened. Well, I always kind of thought like Kevin Payne finally managed to get rid of his contract. But yeah, traded I him for a fourth-round pick in the 2017 Super Draft. Who was that? Uh, that yes, follow up on that. Who, who that did we... would have been as... Kristen's got some calls out to people. We'll find out. Yeah, do you, do you, any, anybody want to reach out to? Mm-hmm. Um, we probably Martin. traded it to somebody else. <laughs> Where's Martin? Yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah, come on, Martin, Martin Bailey. Uh, fourth round? Fourth 83, round, hold on. 83 would be Lars Eckenrode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's right. Currently plays oh, yeah. for South Torment. South Torment? South Torment. South Torment. Oh, they got to be oh, in the best right USL1. <laughs> Fun. If they're, if they're not called the Tormentors. Tormentos. Uh, oh. Yeah, they don't. They don't have a. They don't have a nickname. It's already built what? into the. Well, that's a travesty. Do you think calling himself South Georgia Tormento wasn't the tragedy? Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, just. Wow. You're gonna be that. Tormenta means storm in Spanish. Oh. Mm. That's less interesting. This Wikipedia's got everything, guys. Ugh. It's pretty fun. Yeah. 
Um, don't forget, though, uh, part of the, 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 the joy, <laughs> the joy of 2012 and Richard, Richard Eckersley was his being used as a central defender. Mm. Because. Of oh, yeah. Days. Yeah. Yeah. Because Adrian, because Adrian Cam was out for the season. Um, Abs. Williams Rupture. was hurt. Abs. Exactly. Too many, too many crunches. Too many. Uh, just too many. <laughs> just too many. He couldn't, he couldn't stand up straight any longer. <laughs> doc, doc, I've got 14 abs. <laughs> you need to take it easy on that there, model boy. He could only walk at a 70 degree angle. <laughs> <laughs> but it was perfectly straight because of his core. Yes. Mm. Um, but actually, yeah, in 2012, uh, X was the, he played the most matches out of any, any, any player for TFC. Frightening. There's a cult hero indeed. Sure. Uh, Ryan Johnson, Ashton, Ashton Morgan. Ryan Johnson, Ashton Morgan. Terry Dunfield. Terry Dunfield. Oh, <laughs> there. Oh, Ryan Johnson. Uh, Ryan Johnson was, was genuinely had, a good he player. Had, he had flashes of okayness. Yeah. yeah he yeah. certainly did. He had 12 goals. I, mm. I quite liked Ryan Johnson. I was, I was sad. He was that. big and fast. Yeah. And he was, and he was, he was feisty. Like, yeah. you know, he was also, he was a bit of a walking red card. Mark, uh, call him big boy. Big boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, good. I, I didn't, didn't know where that was going. I just threw it out there. Just like, right, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like let's roll the dice, see what boy. happens. All right. It was just for my own satisfaction. Fair. Mm-hmm. Fair. Why not? Uh, and then 2013, you know, you transition, you've got, like Kevin Payne's in charge and doing whatever he's trying to do, but and um, trucks mostly cutting down yeah. the payroll. Yes, you know, exactly. Setting setting the stage so that they can actually do a proper rebuild. You know, getting rid uh, of Eric Hasley and Richard Eckersley eventually, and well, maybe somebody yeah. else got rid of him. Who knows? But uh, yeah, Darren O'D. <laughs> yes, get rid of him. Yeah, Logan Ephraim, Ephraim, mm, uh, John yeah. Bostock. Ooh. Louis Silva. Wonder what happened Ooh. to him. Uh, yeah, there was. Uh, yeah, it was the, that uh, the, the list of no longer with the team was almost half the. Feels like it was half the length of the active players. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it was crazy. A lot of like a lot of people got a lot cut. of. Yeah, it was not. Uh... I mean, Max Arruti got cut as well. Mm-hmm. Obviously, in 2013. I mean, long-standing. So they brought in Bobby Conway, though. Jeremy Brocky or Bobby Convy. Convy. Oh, Jeremy Brocky, Jesus. Convy's twenty thirteen as well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is just also. That was good times. The Convy era was. Robert Earnshaw. Oh yeah, the the, 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 the Prince of Zambia. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, that that has to be one of the greatest nicknames in all football history. I just. From Wales. That's what I love. Yeah, from Wales. The Prince Prince of of (laughs) Zambia. But one of the the best things for me about 2013 um, in that weirdness was, and we didn't get to enjoy him for very long because Kevin Payne sucks, uh, is Matthias Lava. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Why does was, why why does Kevin Penn suck? In general. Well, in general. What? Kevin Payne, get used to it. Kevin um, Penn signed Lava, didn't he? Yes, and then, and then was traded half for a future season considerations. later. Traded him away. Future considerations. Wonder what those were. Let's find what? out. 
Was, was Kevin Payne still around when Labba got traded? Wasn't he? I, I don't Lewicki, think so. I thought, I thought Lewicki did that. Yeah, I feel like that was when Michael Bradley came along. I think Labba no, last did the along. season. And then before 2014 season, they got rid of Labba and brought in Bradley. Yeah, because it wasn't, wasn't Labba a DP. Yeah. Or, or young DP. Or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. Young DP. Yeah, yeah he yeah. had to he move because DP. Toronto was above the limit of three designated players mm-hmm. and were forced to move Labo. Oh, I thought, I thought Kevin Yeah, Payne after they signed Gilberto and That's Defoe right. and Bradley, they had, yeah, but no, Kevin Payne yeah. brought in Labo. Smirching the name of Kevin Payne. Yes. <laughs> the man How gave this I. show its motto. How dare mm. you? And its name, actually. You're um, a disgrace. I know. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I just I miss Matthias Lava. I think he was sure. He, he, he was did, such a, absolutely. Where is he now? He is. Where is he now? Uh, Where is he now? Oh. Just, yeah. We don't play that anymore. No. It's too bad. We it was a good game. That. We yeah, did. I, like three weeks ago. They are currently in the. Uh, he plays for Defensia Justia. Just. Justice, justice, oh, uh, justice, defense yeah, and justice. justice, right? In, yeah, uh, he's, in, he's in Argentina. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're top flight and currently sitting second. So, right. yeah, doesn't surprise me at all. He's a good player. He and their player. kit looks like a gas station. Oh, yes. which is exactly what you want, Duncan. You'd like it. On the shoulders are are two ads for a company called Just Water. That sounds perfect. They in English? Yes. Oh. Okay. It means something different in Spanish, I presume, in Argentinian. Christopher. Bitsy followed him to Argentina because their nickname is the Hawk. Hawk. Uh, Defensa Justicia is the Hawk? That's lame. I know, but that's uh, according to Wikipedia. Why wouldn't you be like the cops? (laughs) Or the judges, (laughs) at least. The yeah. judges, the executioners, the Come big on. boss men. Yeah, and there's all sorts uh, of ways you could go with that. It is. He played for the other, Union of other... Cholera. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, 2013 was also the the year of the of the big Canadian draft. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna draft these these great Canadian players. Hi, Kyle Becker. Kevin Payne won the draft. Not oh, yeah. Everyone, said, totally at, won that everyone draft. said at the time. He got I a shitload of money in to help out with the problems that Paul Mariner and Earl fucking Cochran had left him behind. Had to clear that up. Brought in some money to help with that. And got the players that he wanted all along. Hooray. Hooray. Yep. Mm. He won the draft for the for Forge FC. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That was also the Danny Califf uh, year. Scout oh. Danny Califf. Vaping Scout. enthusiast yes. Danny Califf. <laughs> Scout master. Please, Tony. Sorry. Scout master. I'm the Scout master. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh. Uh, yes. It was just, again, it was like this really bizarre uh, Be Right DK. Oh, uh, he was, he, he had it. He had all the tools and none of the fitness. True. Right. Right. True. So much like hope. This, I know I liked and, him. And so, I really wanted. So I really cool. wanted him to work. He's one of those Same. guys on the list of TFC guys over the years that you just wanted it to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he, he and, looks and spectacular. Like, when you'd hit the pitch. Yeah. yeah. Um, where is he now? He's nowhere. He's he's, he's uh, last uh, last round. He was Pahang? in. Uh, yeah, he was playing in uh, Malaysia. 
Nice. Two yeah. years ago. So I think he's done. Yeah. Mm. It's just living off that Penang money. <laughs> Who isn't? Twenty thirteen. One of the the funniest bits of twenty thirteen was in the sort of David Miller sort of renounced his season tickets for the year. And, uh, oh, made a big nice. uh, thing of that. Yes. And, Very dramatic. Mm. Just that was yeah. Uh, yeah, it was funny. That was also the year that Jonathan Osorio signed with the team. Ah, that's nice. Yep. A free transfer from SC Toronto. Ooh. <laughs> Boy, they really must be hitting themselves wow. over that. <laughs> That's hilarious. I didn't realize that, actually. Canadian Soccer League's finest. Canadian Soccer League. <laughs> but that was such a... I wonder just... if they canceled their season. <laughs> With all the money they need to make didn't... up for gambling. I feel like Andrea Lombardo played for SC Toronto as well. Did did him and Osorio ever intersect at the same time? With, on the bus, probably. Well, yeah, sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lombardo, let's see. T- 2010 to 2012. Osorio, 2012. Yes. Okay. Hilarious. So, Lombardo yeah, I, and Osorio were teammates. I okay. think we can safely assume by this statistic that Lombardo gave Osorio all the tools he needed to succeed in MLS. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Mo Johnston, yes. for you, know, you setting played, everything really slowly in motion. Yes, for that to happen. Yeah, it's a long play, but wow, well done. I mean, we we had we had massive drought, but those seeds still growing. Yep, we had a we had a freeze that lasted way too long. Seeds kept growing. Well done, <laughs> Daryl Russell. Is that right, <laughs> Daryl Russell? I know. Norwich City cult hero. So crazy. Uh, is it uh, Agabosamonde? Gally? Oh, yep. fuck yeah, Gally Bosamonde, yes. Wow. Ryan Damn. Richter, beat lover. Ugh, God, that guy. I could, I could, I could not stand him, actually. He drove me nuts. Um, and then, of course, the the world famous, the most, one of the, Possibly one of the more, most bizarre things Toronto FC has ever done, which is hire someone who's still playing professional soccer in another league in another country, continent. So Ryan Nelson was the big replacement for Paul Mariner. Although Paul Mariner, like, again, I was sad to see Aaron Vinter go for a number of reasons, but I was happy to see Paul Mariner leave because I can't stand that guy. Um, but the Ryan Nelson thing. Oh, bizarre. Like, I feel like only TNT mm-hmm. would do something like that. He was still playing. He almost, I, I just, Q, QPR got so many fans for like a week, two weeks. Because <laughs> we wanted, we wanted to watch our new coach play. Oh my God. It was just Ryan Nelson. I forgot that Alvaro Ray showed up that year. Oh yeah. I, I thought it was later. Hmm. Nope. Ashton Bennett. Remember him coming out of camp? <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> Jamaican, Jamaican striker looked good in a couple of like preseason matches. Yep. I think he got he one was, appearance. He was, yeah. was going to, yeah, he was going to be like huge. And then yeah. yep. he ended up the next Taylor Morgan. Mm. I remember, uh, I, yeah. Oh, just too weird. Is, is Logan Emery the guy who looked like Screech? Yes. yes. 
Yes. Cool. If there's one thing we can cool. do, it's that. <laughs> yes. I'm here for the stats. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> fuck numbers. Let's talk about hair. Uh, well, 2013 also brought us Caveman. It's true. Mm. Kanopka? Kanopka. Did it? Yeah. Because I, I don't, I'm, I'm looking on Wikipedia right now, so, you know, by soul, but I don't see him anywhere. I see Bendik got 33 games. Stefan Frey had three games. Quill and Roberts had zero. It does mention Kanopka anywhere. Following yeah. season, maybe? Oh, he was, he was, I don't know if he got any games, but he was traded in the fall to TFC from Philadelphia. Oh, in the fall. Well, well that doesn't really still with that, the that, team. that sounds like the him. end of the season. Okay. I'm, that's pre 2014. No, I just, I just, mm, Kristen. Off season. Yes. I, you, you know what's coming right now, okay? If we're going to say that oh, he no, was on the wait. team, his, his, his number, his name, and his stats would be right next to Quillen Roberts, who had zeros all across the board. But to, yeah. in, uh, in defense he of. Uh, he was not on the team in 2013. In Did defense of Kristen, September, September 13th, it says Chris Kanopka in. Yes, it does. Thank yeah, you. Okay. It does. Traded for a 2014 Super Draft third round pick. Oof. 2013 Super Draft? Mm-hmm. I'm in. Let's find out what we gave up. Uh, does it Does it say? Doesn't say which one. I'm looking. This is good radio. This oh, is this amazing. is amazing. <laughs> this is like the best episode we have done in so long. Yeah, no, you are all welcome. Repeatedly. <laughs> uh, it says trade R1 trade. Revolution. No, that's not it. Anyway, it's just like this oh, whole this whole time it. frame. The like the worst team in the world where again there was a lot of there was there was again there was it, oh it kept feeling there was potential around these teams, but they kept just doing the weirdest fucking things, like signing these random players and then surrounding them with, with crap or putting megalomaniacs in charge of the team or hiring, you know, defenders from the 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 English Premier League and all that stuff. And yeah, Kevin Payne, like Kevin Payne, if you ever had a chance to to meet him, like the man was walking ego, which was always very interesting to have a conversation with him. Um but yeah, he did not do this this club any favors, but the club didn't do itself any favors for several years. But just that couple year period Kevin before, Payne cleared out a lot of salary cap deadwood. Okay, that was really fine. all he was ever going to do in that year. And he brought and in Matthias Laba. And win the draft. Matthias Laba. He did bring in Matthias Laba. I will there you give go. him that. Yeah, yeah. And he gave us our, 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 our name. Um, Sorry, we're looking up. Who were we looking up? How we got. Was it Kanopka? What we gave Kanopka up for Kanopka. Oh, what we gave up. Um, oh, he was traded from. Let's see. Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, for a 2014 Super Draft third round pick. Yeah, that's so what it says. But then you look at it. Chicago, and, Toronto, so basically the deal was so Philadelphia acquired third round selection from Toronto Exchange for Kanopka, and then Toronto traded, and then on, Toronto FC acquired the selection originally a first round pick from the Fire in exchange for Quincy Ameriqua. Oh. This is confusing as fuck. I'm it's not really doing this anymore. Let's not do this. All anymore. right. Um, the most important thing is. Is in the fourth round of the super draft in 2014. Galaxy passed. <laughs> Just in all caps. Pass. 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 
But was then, anybody open? Huh? The, yeah, you know who was open? The next pick, Nikita Kotlov. Oh, oh, oh wow! Did they on. feel stupid now? Yeah. Seriously. Seriously. I, these drafts are littered with so many dead dreams. <laughs> Montreal Impact drafted Canadian Jordan or Angaro. Well, why would not there already an Angaro? Isn't there an Angaro? Like there's, there's an Umbongo. No, no, no. There's right, Duncan. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's from yeah. The Congo. Yes. They, they drink it in the yeah. Congo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't start. Oh, so this was like the last sort of like this was the last time that TFC were completely insane. Like they've done lots of random things in the last six years. Oh no, no but this this was to me this felt like full on. How crazy can we make this? Um, and, and also before MLSE was really willing to throw money at the team. And I think that, you know, that changed a lot with 2014, obviously with, uh, bringing in the players they did and trying to change the organization. But as it's just 2012 and 2013 always just stick with me as just these weird, weird years for a variety of reasons. And just thinking about such a mishmash of stuff that was going on behind the scenes and on the pitch and stuff. So, so yeah, it's, it's amazing how much change, like just fluctuation from the top all the way down that took place over those two seasons and like the preseason of 2012 and the postseason of 2013. Like, it's just like, like did it, I'm sure there were players who survived from that, period but it's a very small number like and i know there was also there was always a lot oh, of sorry but a you know, draft pick but like the one of the few that were turned out to be anything um but i don't know it was just it's it's crazy that like at what point in either of those seasons is officially the rock bottom because that, clearly things start are on the <laughs> uptick at that point even if it's just incremental the bottom is somewhere in between those two seasons. And I know in 2012, they were absolute garbage. And really, how are Shivas not our main rivals? Because those are the, that was the only team we could really compete with. Right. Um, <laughs> like, how we f- they got us in 2012, but we fucked them in 2013. In your face. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was my favorite part about looking at both of them. All that information was just like, oh, yeah, Shivas were terrible, too. Oh, so bad. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, 2013 DC were absolutely awful. Oh yeah. It was when yeah. uh, sort of you know Dero. Oh yeah, he he was he was really good. Yep, Dero will help you. Mm. you interesting thing about the Dero Interesting yeah, thing about the 2014 draft. Uh, TFC Go took on. Nick Hagland at 10. Yes. But uh, the Revolution at number 11 took Patrick Mullins. So. Huh. Yeah. Oh. Well then. TFC got their man after all. Golden State Warriors legend. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's Chris Mullins. Never mind. That's Chris Mullins. But that was good. I would I would have just let you go with that. No, yeah, that I know. Fine. No, I, I figure, Two sport I wonder, if, Patrick Mullins. I figure if there's a if there's a room for late eighties, early nineties basketball, it's some of you guys, so Yeah. Ben Sweat was still on the board. Baby! Sweat. So was Grant Van de Castile. Ooh. Ooh. You're awesome. I wonder what happened to him. Uh, a raging rhino. Thoughts and prayers. Last time. <laughs> Never forget. 
All right. I think, yeah, we're just now, now we're just like scrolling through Wikipedia on things. Not that we weren't before. Um, the very last thing for this week's show is what soccer hill will you die on? You know, everyone has that one thing that they are absolutely, I will not change my stance on this. Whether, you know, is it, is it player, is it something as simple as player numbers and boot color? Is it a particular law of the game? Or is it just, you know, just one aspect about football that this is, you're like, you're like, no, this is what it is. Or this is my strongly held belief. So what is your one thing? Kit numbers for me. Kit numbers and proper names on the back of your shirt. What do you mean no proper ni- names? Uh, no nicknames. This malarkey that's happening more and more. What's wrong with Bobby Chicharito? Tell me. Uh-huh. Tell me about... God gave you a last name. Did he? I, to, did, to he? Be... did he really? Yes, yes. That, that's how it works. Mm. You're born, oh, okay. and the good Lord blesses you with a full name. Is this some kind of conviction going back to your childhood days when you first fell in love with football? Because there was no fucking names at all on the shirts back then. No, I know, but it's Never just a reality. Just it's a reality now, now, but I don't want it now. It's it shouldn't be. Well, fair enough. But either should the number fucking 58. True. Uh, classic left back. Mm. Classic but it does. Yeah. Uh, I will stick with kit things and go with sponsors on jerseys. Just fucking awful. And it, you know, if you want to make the economic argument that, well, these are necessary, you know, it's kind of bullshit, but I get where you're coming from. But some people actually seem to fucking like the, the sponsors on there. And that just fucking baffles the shit out of me. Is it, oh, the sponsor makes things better? What? How? Come on. On what planet? Come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It can make things worse. Come on, kid yes. nerds. Defend yes. it. Well, I'll say, I'll it say always, this. It always makes it worse. No, no, no but I'll say this. There is, there is not one, this. I always do. There but is there's, not but there's one levels. sponsor out there that has improved no, no, a, but, a jersey. But there's levels of bad. Not one. There's levels of bad. You can have of a really bad sponsor and then one that's like, okay. Sure. In a war, you, devil's you advocate can... in, a, in a league where, where in an economic you know, place where everyone has sure sponsors, there is a difference between good ones and bad ones. Sure. There's you know, fun local pub or something versus you know, local Sports asbestos betting. mine. Oh, I love the asbestos yeah. mine. Yeah. Yeah, well, I shop there all the time. On, like, I like, like, this oh, year, oh. Manchester United shirt sponsored by COVID nineteen. Like, yeah, but you know. but but then then we're it's effective. Gonna, then we're yeah. just gonna true. Then we're just gonna find out who actually engineered it. So mm. talking of talking of jerseys with COVID nineteen <laughs> on them, we weren't. But okay, <laughs> like what? Okay. You mean somebody yeah, coughing on them. Yeah, no, no. What I'm saying, say you know this, the inevitable happens, and they you know they realize we're not going to be able to finish this particular season. Say you know in England they decide, all right, we're just going to completely abandon the whole fucking thing and pretend it never happened. Sounds fair. Which team ends up with the most like supporters wearing kits with COVID nineteen on the back of them? Man United, Man City, City or Everton? It's got to be City. Everton, jeez. Oh, it could That's... be Everton. Oh, it could be Everton. <laughs> mm. are, are, are I will. Particularly, Don't hate us. Are they particularly Probably City, bitter? though. Yeah, I, I could see it being either City or, or United. 
Yeah. Yeah, or, is it, yeah. or, or is it Ironic Villa? assholes and, oh, yeah, well, <laughs> there's that. They get, to, yes. they, get, they get to stay up. Uh-huh. True. Uh, okay, so, so Tony, you're, you're like kit numbers for the most part with names as a... No nicknames. No nicknames on the back. No nicknames. Sponsors, yes. Your kit number thing, Tony, is it just this should be low ones or it should be yeah. just Prop- one, yeah. 1 to 11 every, every game, 1 to 11? I like think those. I think those or days are keep gone. Squad numbers. No, I, I. I think. I think a player can have you know their numbers, but at the beginning of the season, you put out your numbers of guys. You know your what's likely to be your starting eleven. Those guys are getting those numbers, and the next guys from there get the classical substitution numbers, the squad numbers. You're not going in into the thirties, the forties, the fifties, and all this trash. Fair. That's fair. Um. um the, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. The hill I'm going to die on is away kits in general, or change kits. Mm. Uh, you know, there's an expectation among football fans who aren't necessarily kit people who seem to think that, you know, you should have a defined away color in the repertoire. To which I respond, are you broken? Who, the, who hurt you? No, you shouldn't. These, there are certain sizes that, that have, shall we say, a limitation in their away garb selection due to rivalry neighbors. I'm looking at you, old firm. And I understand and accept these traditions. Fine. But for the other 99.98% of the clubs, this is not a thing. The idea is that you wear your main kits as often as humanly possible, and you wear your change kits as necessary. Now, marketing, you know, as Duncan has already alluded to, gotten their stupid hands on it, and some leagues are being excessively stupid with their requirements. Looking at you, MLS. I was going to say, which leagues might you be talking about there, Mark? the Canadian Premier League. Mm. Uh, like, basically, yeah, the, the ones we're accustomed to. You should yeah. never wear your Huawei kit at home, for fuck's sakes. No. The only no. reason that is acceptable to me is because... The other team fucked up and brought the wrong shirts, and you're just doing them a kindness. Otherwise, <laughs> no. You are the Reds. You wear red at home, Toronto. Yeah, I and if f- if the other team fucks up and brings the wrong shirts, they have to wear your away kit. I'd be Fuck okay them. with that, too. I think, I, and I know that in it, that has happened because the away kit they brought would clash with the home kit. Or something like that. So they here, you take this one because we don't have any. Yeah, the the, the kid runs car breaks down. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. like it's, that's happened. Which and again, I'm a, like for for just random random one off exceptions. Yeah, shit happens. I get that. But like, put less R and D into the fucking away kits. Sell them for less. They should be bonkers, wacky, tacky, adventurous, whatever. Like Toronto should have a blue kit, a blue away kit by now. I don't care if it's Navy, Sky, Royal, Midnight, Robin's Egg, it doesn't fucking matter. They, ju- they just should, but instead it's just the same colors that are in the badge, which, as far as I know, no club on the planet really adheres to that. Traditions, though, Mac. Fuck them. They're, they're, they're made up by board pe- people on a board who won't, pay their, who won't pay their staff that were laid off their full wage. So anyway, like, like, given how un like the most unimaginative the Reds nickname is, if you wear anything other than red at home in the Red Stadium, that is completely fucking dumb. 
And yes. there's a side hill, just an adjacent hill. Please give me the option of buying a kit without a sponsor, please. Yes. Some, yes. some, of, those, some of those are grotesquely embarrassing, Chevrolet. So yes. just <laughs> like just like I understand again, I understand you need to make the money and I understand whatever fine. I don't like it, but I understand it. But why do I have to be a billboard too? So anyway, yeah. mm-hmm. away kits should only be on the fucking road. I concur. All right. So what's really interesting is that all three of you went with kid stuff and I did not. Oh, um, God, Kristen. <laughs> Read the room. Should we even let her carry on? Call it. No. Play the music, Mark. Hey, hey, hey. Show's hey, over. Voice. So, uh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's the opening. <laughs> um, no, uh... Mine is, and you know, I've talked about this on the show before, and I oh, no. to change my stance on this. Oh no! Is, oh no, here it's comes. Not what you th- it's not oh, what you think it is. Shut up. Okay. It's about uh, the practicing of the dark arts, and how uh, short corners, celib- uh, not short corners. That's oh, that. Yeah. Those are those are those are those are the work of the devil. Wicked. Um, <laughs> You know what? I let you all have your fucking piece. So I know that was your first mistake. Let me talk, assholes. No, this is for me. It's and it's especially it's specifically, well, it's aimed at all football or all football, but it's aimed at the Canadian national team. When I hear people say that um, players for the Canadian national team, the men's team, need to uh, be more like the Concacaf players in you know, faking fouls or going down easily and practicing the dark arts. And I hate it. I've always hated it. It drives me crazy. And I do not believe that your team can only be successful if you play like dicks. Like, and it is, and it is, it is one of the worst things you can do. It's such a horrible way to, it's a horrible way to watch football. Like as a fan watching that is just frustrating and pisses me off. Um, It can be entertaining at times. Well, it's because you like I, it. And, I enjoy and some shithousery here and there. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, but I, it drives me mental whenever I see, oh, yeah, Canada will never advance until they learn to play like this. No, you know what? Not everybody in the world plays like that. You shouldn't have to play like that. And you shouldn't have to lower yourself to that bullshit to be successful. And that goes for the Canadian men's national team. That goes for Toronto FC. That goes for whomever. It is... It infuriates me whenever I see it, whenever I read it, whenever I hear commentators or so-called pundits talking about it as something that should be a necessity and we should accept in the game. And no, that is my that is my soccer hill that I will die on. Here, here. Who wants to go to the World Cup? Noble failures. Hooray! It's you know no, and that's and those but those are bullshit statements. Do, 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 you, do, you support, do you support you support that for your 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 orig, you know for England? Like, are you asking what you me? Are you asking me if if England were to use the dark arts to win the World Cup, if I would uh, be okay with it? Yeah, I'm okay with it. The idea that the, the English are some kind of noble type yes. that they, they would never dive, not like those sneaky continentals. <laughs> come on, come on. That that's that's a very old. But, but for Canada, especially if they were yeah. to conquer calf the shit out of their way to a World Cup, fill your He's, boots. Yeah, yes. I'm here for it. 
here. Like, like I, I agree. I, as much as much as I, I would rather see the noble victory, um, I've seen it's too many not noble, noble losses. Victory. Let's just have a proper victory. When you don't get <laughs> into that, but they can't. Let's just get a one-nil lead and then spend the entire second half rolling around San Pedro Sula <laughs> as if they're being shot for no reason. How is that no enjoyable? How is, how is that good? How, like, do you actually enjoy do you, watching? Do you want, because the, do you want victory or like do you want entertainment? 20 minutes? How is that entertaining? Because I want a Canada Panini sticker set. I want a Canada Panini sticker set. <laughs> uh, but, like, the, the, but that, I mean, I again, I agree, but... It's no, clearly you don't. No, well, the thing is, if you can't oh, you agree beat them, with them, them is what you mean. Oh. What I'm no, what I'm saying is, I would rather that shit houseery to disappear. But the reality is, is that it ain't. There's nothing you can fucking do if you ch- if you can change the rules to somehow call out. It's not a bullsh- rule though. It is the way Concacaf plays. If you, you, uh, does every a, team in the world play like this? If you every can enforce in the world something play like upon this? them, just much. the good, just the good ones. But they're not and. <laughs> If if no. there's if there's no, no rule to, to that change, level. No. then your then your options are to stay stay the right path or succeed. Okay, Kristen, name name a name us a righteously victorious team. What do you mean? What 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 has what does it have to do with being righteous? It just has to do with playing football. Ooh. Okay, a fair name name us a fair team who who fairly cleanly gone on to win anything of great note. Like. You want me to be like, oh, they never, they never fouled their opponents. They never took fouls. Like, what do you, what do you want? No, to no, but par- but fouls partook, happen, but, but partook in a little bit of, you know, play acting. Name me a Concacaf side that went to the World Cup without the shithousery. Well, I can't. That doesn't. I'm going right. to say Canada 1986. Probably. <laughs> Good honest Canadian boys. Probably. No, my, but the thing is that it's littered everywhere. And if Canada is the last country that actually adopts that tactic, which it is a tactic for better or for worse, then maybe we have, shall we say, a sporting chance, even if it's not the best way of doing it. <laughs> I like. I. I don't. I don't want it. But I also want to well, get you, you to guys, a World Cup before I die. You guys enjoy your, your, your shithousery and watching players just roll I'm around sh- clutching their sure ankles for five of... minutes for no reason whatsoever. And sure I will Panama watch other teams in other countries play <laughs> actual football. So. I'm pretty sure Honduras has enjoyed it. I'm pretty um, sure that... Jamaica's That's great. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you guys. Mexico lives that, that shit. Mexico lives it <laughs> every four years. Much. They do. That's, a, yes. that's an entire training module in the, in the coaching badge. Like for they, some of those countries, they actually also play good football when they have to. Sure. When they have to, um, and then when they have to, they also play shithousery. I mean, we saw that all throughout the fucking Champions League. For Christ's sakes. Yeah, and did you enjoy it? Were you not, no, but their fans. I don't get a choice. I don't get a choice in what happens. But the fans who won did. Yeah, you're. You. I know you guys all feel this way, and you're never going to change my mind. I'm never going to change your mind. So let's. No, we're going to keep talking until your mind is changed. Mm. Yes. Fictions. Yes. Guys, we only had eighty-five yes. minutes. We've still got yes. another thirty-five to go before we get to our usual. <laughs> well, I'll let you guys yes. continue, and then I will with. just leave. So. Oh, but this is your podcast, Kristen. If you disappear, yeah, you own it. Yeah. If you disappear, it's just going to stop. I, 
Mm. Well, none of the lot of you are going to like put it together, so that's probably true. Oh, ouch! Yeah. I'm right here. Well, then. Yeah. yeah, we'll just roll around on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> you mean you're not already? <laughs> we can kill time. I've been so. Don't I know it? <laughs> Yeah. Are, are you saying that our our silliness is yeah. the is a, akin to the dark arts of Concacaf? Yes. Yeah. Our, what, what, yes. Our twenty minute podcast. How dare you say that? The only bone we hold is our funny bone. Yeah, okay, that one too, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, when we're separate. Yeah. 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 Just. I don't want to know what you're doing. Separate. Oh, we're gonna break it. Oh, someone's got the Rona. Oh. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. Thank God for mute buttons. Nobody wanted to hear me die from this. That would be podcasting gold. But the ratings, Dunk. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm just thinking. At least take yourself off the pitch so we can play some clean (laughs) podcast. So that's our show for this week. Hooray! Uh, Yay! Uh, Join us next week for, well, whatever we come up with. Uh, There's another player deep dive in the works there's going to be some more wins and losses and uh we'll see whatever else is going on so i've been joined by the entire vocal minority podcast panel to be found on the twitters at duncan d fletcher mr duncan fletcher Oof! ow oh cramp 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 oh oh yeah oh someone get a stretcher uh out there on the twitterverse hey 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 cramp no 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 no, no. malarkey fc tony walsh i've got so oh my fucking god i hate you all so much (laughs) mark get ready yeah i'm I'm getting no i'm Uh, wait a minute how did we get a ventilator that's that's rude Aye. You can find me on the internet. Yes, the oh, internet. I missed my entire thing. I'm gonna uh, put like, I get it. You were too busy. I don't care. I could, uh, all I could hear was the fucking breath I over there. Fucking <laughs> Clearly, I you do. Doesn't I hear matter. Crown. No, no, I don't care. I still have the crump over here. Aye. Aye. Canada, get used to it. Why is nobody paying attention to me? beautiful game. The chance, the displays, the scarves, the jerseys, the achievements of greatness, the crushing defeats, the silverware, the derby bragging rights, the legendary away days on the Shinkansen over a few cans Sapporo. J3 replays on Tuesdays, only on two soccer, greater than one.